Welcome to War in the Spirit, your resource for spiritual breakthrough and warfare, empowering you as believers to tap into your authority using the tools provided by God to bring about supernatural shifts. Hey, spiritual warriors, welcome back to War in the Spirit podcast. This is Faith Cawthon Green back for another episode of War in the Spirit. This week, we have a special New Year's Eve episode. It is a Facebook Live that I did with two uh, young people who are doing amazing things for the kingdom, Veronique Bailey and Ja'Cory Neal. And I brought them on to talk about recalibrating for the new year with a new mindset. So you are tuned in to season number six, episode number five, entitled Recalibrate, New Year, New Mindset. All right, you guys. So we're going to talk about recalibrating. And um, as we wait for her to come back on, you know, as I've been thinking about the new year and what God is trying to do and what God is doing in the new year. So as I've been talking about recalibrating for the new year and understanding what we need to know, you know, we have this mindset that we we, we, we do our vision boards and we have these goals and it's like, oh, it's the end of 2020. 2020 is about to turn over, right? And, and then everything is going to start fresh. And that's kind of a mindset um, that we have that when the year chronologically turns over, that we're going to start fresh and things are going to change, right? But the truth of the matter is that's chronological time. That's not God's time. God's time is Kairos time. It's a, a divine uh, a appointed time for something to happen. And oftentimes Kairos time is associated with our response. So it makes me think about how we all have this perception that 2020 has come to an end and 2020 has been, oh, the worst year and we just can't wait to get out of 2020. But the, the truth of the matter is 2021 chronologically is coming, but you're not getting a new year in your mindset. So if your mindset, if your posture, if your perspective hasn't changed, you still gonna be stuck in 2020 where you were before because a new year comes with a new mindset a new heart posture a, a shift in perspective and so ain't none of us getting a new year if we can't recalibrate to understand how to co-labor with what god is doing right now see because all of this crazy stuff that's happening in the world right now with covid and and, and trump and all these things that are happening God is intentional. He is allowing those things to happen. And we're like, oh, next year, we're going to turn it over and everything is going to be good. No, no, no. You know why? Because God quarantined us in position at home because he wanted us to recalibrate our mindset. He allowed us to be in all these uncomfortable situations so that we can come to trust him in another on another level, so that we can come to seek him on another level. And I'm here to tell you today, 
that if you didn't recalibrate your mindset, your heart posture, or your perspective in 2020, guess what? You're going to continue 2020 in Kairos time because you have not changed in the chronological 2020. So your 2021 ain't going to start until you shift your understanding. And it takes me to uh, Romans uh, chapter 12. Um, and this is verses one through three. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the miracles of God to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Pause. So let me help you. You got quarantined. Your church got shut down. Why? Because God wanted you to find him for yourself without needing anybody else to lead you to him. Why? Because God wanted you to present yourself a living sacrifice to him. So I hate to tell you that if you didn't do it in 2020, guess what? Your 2021 ain't starting. Your fresh start isn't coming until you shift. And then verse two says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. So see, if your mind didn't get renewed in 2020, guess what? 2021 ain't gonna change nothing. Tomorrow, just because it's the first day of a new chronological new year doesn't mean it's the first day of a new mental, of a new spiritual, of a new heart posture new year. See, you're not getting nothing new until you relinquish the old thing to God. See, we all out here, I'm going to make my vision board and I'm going to I'm going to create something and I'm going to write new goals. All that is good and well, but my Bible says, commit your works to the Lord and he will establish your plan. See, we out here making all these plans. But we haven't submitted them, committed them to God. And because we haven't done that, our plans are not going forward. See, we got plans to go back out and start traveling. We got plans to go back to school. We got plans to go back to work. We got plans of all these things, all these goals, all these visions. See, 2020 was the year where God was trying to align your vision with his vision so that they become one vision. But let me help you. If you didn't align yourself in 2020, you still in 2020 when tomorrow breaks. When the new year breaks, you still going to be in 2020 because you haven't taken on the understanding and the mindset that God wants you to have. There's a new thing springing forth. Are you going to be a part of it? Will you perceive it? Will you be a part of it? Because you're not going to be a part of co-laboring with what God is doing next if you still stuck in the 2020 mindset where you haven't aligned yourself with God's will. So, and then verse three says, for through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. See, we all think we got it figured out. 
we all think we in alignment but have you checked in with god to see if you're in alignment or are you just making an assumption are you thinking that yourself that your heart that your mind that your spirit is in a higher position than you actually are because if you think more highly than yourself it's going to keep you out of position but you need to have sound judgment as god has allowed you a measure of faith does your judgment this is a question take inventory does your judgment connect with your faith or does your judgment connect with your fear does your judgment do you have a sound mind as per according to god and a sound mind is connected to the mind to the heart to the spirit of god not to what the world says is common sense what makes sense what the world says is opportunity or success see if you have not recalibrated in the chronological year of 2020 god ain't taking you into a new year he ain't giving you a fresh start because you haven't garnered a fresh mindset a fresh perspective a fresh understanding of what he's calling you to do it's not a coincidence that he quarantined us he quarantined you so he so he could separate you from the world from the busyness from the broken mindset from the influences he quarantined you at your house he took away all those other influences to give you an opportunity to come back into alignment with him but did you do it is the question did you get the message in the chronological year of 2020 because if you didn't guess what when tomorrow rolls over you still gonna be in 2020 because a new year is constituted by a new mindset you know in exodus i think it's exodus um, I think it's ex Exodus chapter 12 where there's the Passover and, 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 um, and God says to them, um, he says, count this month as the beginning of the new year. This month begins a new year for you. He didn't talk to them about a chronological new year. I believe it's Exodus 12. I think it's something around verses one and two but he didn't count that as a chronological year see it was the passover that meant they had been in obedience to god and they got passed over for the wrath of god and what he was doing for those who were misaligned with him so the question is have you been obedient is this going to be a new year for you or are you going to be stuck in 2020 are you going to be stuck in the old mindset are you going to be stuck in the brokenness are you going to be stuck in your unwillingness to do the work of healing are you going to be stuck in your unwillingness to face and confront the truths of who you are and where you are with god where your relationship is with god where you are in your purpose are you going to be willing to confront those things so that you can step into your spiritual 2021 because i don't care what's happening in the chronological god don't operate in man's time man created chronological time god operates according to you and your response to him that's his time his time is when you're in the proper position of where he deems to be appropriate to release something into your life so the question is you want a new start you want a new year you want god to establish your plans shift 
shift your mindset shift your heart posture so that the people so that god can respond to you he only responds according to your ability to respond to him um, i will say first of all i just love how the holy spirit works because when we talked about this and you told me to prepare whatever god would lay on my heart romans 12 1 and 2 was on my list of scriptures um, just to to touch also on what you're saying about you know us wanting to move so quickly into a new year chronologically but not being there um well, well having that same movement happening in the kairos time or in our spiritual lives i think that's so important for people to really understand that because for the longest i've lived my life focused on chronological things or chronological years or even set so many goals moving into new years okay on january 1st i'm not eating any sugar or i'm not you know <laughs> gonna eat any candy or anything like that and then by february 15th i've already messed up because i wasn't um first of all i wasn't making those goals or those plans with including god in it or having any kind of basis of him in those things but also my mindset had not changed the date changed and so so many people get caught up in this january 1st new year fresh start in everything but the the spiritual part of us our mindset anything that we um any habits that we have have not changed and so we have to be very careful about wanting to escape our present by moving into the next date um but really also just making all these plans and not including god in anything is what god was really like pressing on me to talk about on this and just for me personally, I spent a large portion of my life making whatever plans I thought was good, listening to people who would manipulate God's word and say, if you if you pray about anything and you agree on anything in earth, it'll be done in heaven and thinking that that meant if I say I want X, Y, and Z, or if I plan all of these things, then God is going to do it for me. But it's like, no, nah, that's not really, that's not how that works. You can't plan nothing. You can't um, start no business. You can't manifest anything thinking you're going to pull stuff out of the sky that's not in God's will for your life. And so um, the scriptures that God laid on my heart to talk about was Psalms 37, 23, which says the Lord, um, the Lord directs the steps of every godly man and he delights in his way and so it's some versions say the lord establishes the steps of a good man and he delights in his way and, and what that really means is that when we um are good men or good women that means that we obey god that means that we trust in him that means that we follow him if we're godly that's what those things mean and so god will order our steps if we are godly and then he will will give us the things that that please him for us to do to delight in god means to please him so if god is pleased with the things that we're doing he's going to establish the steps and the plans that we're going to take another verse many other plans of a man's heart some versions say many other plans in a man's mind but the lord's will will prevail so we can make all these plans set all these revelation new year's re resolutions excuse me have all these goals and all these things but if they're not aligned with the plans that God has for us if we're not delighting ourselves in him and doing what we're doing to please him we can't think that any of this stuff is gonna work anyway so you got two things coming up against you number one you're thinking that the first of the year is about to change your life number two you planning all this stuff on the first of the year that you didn't even consult God for and so it's just important for us to understand 
the the full spectrum of this first of all god's timing but then god's plan for our lives and how we are to submit to that and follow that through um because again we can make all these resolutions and it just it won't stick if god is not the foundation of it and for me um for years i would make vision boards and first of all i didn't even know um, that the vision board was supposed to be like for that year. So my vision board would be like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, mm -hmm. stuff that was like super unattainable. But mm -hmm. um, like this last year, I made one and it was very, it wasn't, it wasn't a vision board that said, okay, God, I want to make $5,000 and I want to do that. It was literally just, okay, I need to be a better steward of my time. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lord, I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing spending time with you. Those were the things that I wrote. I saw, and, and it's so interesting to me that we're talking about this a year later because I was very intentional on seeking God about the things that he wanted me to focus on in this year. So when I made that, I was able to see the fruit of the plans that I took to him and allowed him to show me what those should be and then follow through with those, those things. So if you're going to make any of these vision boards, you can't be putting stuff on here that, you know, you just thinking that you want to accomplish. I want to start three businesses this year. I want to gain 5,000 Instagram followers. Like what? Right. <laughs> that is not, you know, anything that God would just be out here like, yes, I will that for you. And I want that for you. You can't manipulate God's hands. So we have to be seeking him on the plans that he has for us and just understanding that we have to please him in every single thing that we do. So as we move into this new year um, and, and, and want to escape this year, if you have not been pleasing him this year, what do you think your goals for next year are going to look like? If you haven't learned to go to him and ask him, well, God, why did you take me through all these things? Why did you stop the whole world to get our attention for something? If you haven't taken the time to really evaluate the purpose that God had in those things, then thinking you're going to escape in 2021 is just bogus. So we got to get down to the root of making sure that we are trying to please God in everything that we do and also seeking his guidance, seeking his direction in the things that he's got going on because there's a purpose and a plan behind everything that has happened this year and everything that's planning that he's planning for 2021. But if we're not seeking him, we're going to miss something. So, so one thing that people do is we often go, okay, I'm going to wait until 2021 or the new year to set a goal. But God is a God of the now, right? And so oftentimes what happens is God is waiting for us to respond right now. And we like, oh, it's the new year is coming. I'm going to set my new year's resolution. Well, guess what? That means that your situation isn't going to shift until you shift. And so you can wait for the new year. You can wait for the perfect um, um, circumstance, you can wait for the perfect opportunity to do that thing that you know God has been pressing on you to do. There are some of you that you know God has been pressing you to do something, that you know God has been giving you instruction. He has been giving you a vision on something. He has been pressing your heart saying, deal with this thing, deal with this thing. There's something that you need to confront. There's a truth that you need to confront. And God has been pressing, pressing, pressing. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna do it for the new year. Oh, I'm a, and God is like, well, I can't respond to you until you respond to me. And we, we're putting things off because chronologically, the new year is about to turn over. And in our mind, we're getting a fresh start. But, but the fresh start begins in your heart. The fresh start begins in your spirit. The fresh start begins with the renewing of your mind so if you haven't done that i hate to break it to you god ain't finna turn nothing over for you yet 
because you're not ready to relinquish the old thing. You're not ready to relinquish the old mindset. And as Veronique was talking about the will of God, and, and she was talking about her um about her um her vision board and how she would make it five years out, it made me think of this scripture in James, and it's James chapter four. It says, uh, it's chapter four, starting in verse 13. It says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such and such a city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit. And verse 14 says, yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. For you are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. See, because this is why it's so important for us to seek God's will before we start willy-nilly writing vision boards and making goals. And, and, and this is my pet peeve, making declarations and, and, and decrees because we be declaring and decreeing on something that God ain't breathing on or something that God hasn't ordained. And we think because the Bible says that if you speak it and you believe it, but you're missing parts of that. What happens is many of us are praying amiss because we haven't read the fullness of the word. You see, there are, there are, um, there are many different areas of the scripture that talks about faith and prayer and manifestation and things happening in your life, but you have to look at the fullness of it. You see, there are some that says you can speak if you believe that mountain is going to move, but then there's another part that says when you pray in thanksgiving and supplication and you forgive your brothers, then something is going to shift. And there's another part that says when you pray the will of God and you believe, see, you need all of those components in order for something to come together for you. If you're missing any of them, it's not going to happen. See, if it's not God's will and you just decreeing and declaring your own will, God ain't backing that up. And you out here like, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. God does not show us the full plan. Okay. God does not show us the full plan of what he desires for us to do because we don't even understand what it is in his fullness. We don't even understand the, the greatness and the fullness of what he wants to do in our lives. So you out here making all these plans, you got this fancy vision board and all of these things but you haven't consulted the source with the master plan about your life. And you're sitting like in 2021, I'm going to do this and that and the third. But God is like, let me, I'm just going to let you spin your wheels. It's like being on a hamster wheel. I'm just going to let you keep spinning, but you ain't going to go nowhere. You ain't going to go nowhere if you have not consulted God because it's God that establishes your plans you know what um corey if you're still on here i don't know why i'm feeling the unction to bring you on but i'm hearing that instruction so i don't know what god is gonna put on your heart to share but i feel like there's something that you need to share and i feel like it's your testimony um so but we need to be in we need to be in tune with god's will 
if we cannot be in tune with God's will, then we can't move forward into a new year chronologically, mentally, spiritually, or physically. You got to do what God called you to do. So it's time to recalibrate. It's time to recalibrate. We have got to go back and reorder our lives because we've been putting what we want and our priority at the top of the list. Seek ye first, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So the question is, have you been seeking what you want? Is that at the top of your priority list? Or have you been seeking God? Have you been seeking what his will is for your life? Because until you do that, you're going to be spinning on that hamster wheel not going forward so it's time to take inventory yeah i i wrote matthew 6 33 on this paper but also as you were saying it like i had just typed it into the um into the chat same time and i just love again how the holy spirit works but yeah we have to make sure that we are seeking god's will over our own his plans over our own and just bring glory to him and what we do a lot of times we get out here and we make all these plans that satisfy us that please us instead of making the plans that god has for us that he wants to um, then bring glory to him. His word tells us to let our light shine before men that they will see our good works and give glory to him in heaven. That means that the things that we are doing on this earth should be always pointing back to God, bringing glory back to him, making people want to know what it is about us so that they can get a taste of that too and glorify God. And so when it comes to like making all these plans, this is such just a, a good topic because again, we have to make sure that we are dying to ourselves and, and just decreasing every day. And this this whole new year, new me, my new new everything, new car, new house, whatever you think you're going to get in a new year to make you feel better, it's just all going to be in vain if you're not going back to the source, which is God, and allowing him to transform you. And I really love what you said about not waiting to the new year. Um, and even when you get in a new year, I know for me and several of my friends and family members in the past, like we said, okay, on the first of such and such month, we're going to start this new diet or we're going to start working out. Like, we mess up January 1st we're gonna start over February 1st it's like it's just this newness of the the, the chronological number one the first of something the fresh start of something but we have to escape that and understand that God's timing is not gonna wait on your first of the month if he right. told you to do something, you need to do it. You need to act on it. You need to be obedient to those things and not feel like you got to look up and start new with everybody else with no foundation in him and then expect anything to be successful. Right. Okay. Um, the only other real thing that I had on here right now was just um, kind of giving people some tips on how to uh, have this new year, new mindset thing of, being um well getting to a place where we operate in the kairos time but the first scripture that god gave me was colossians 3 2 which says to set our mind on things above and not on things of this earth so when we get um in the habit again of doing things that please god but also thinking of um 
thinking how he would think or, or behaving how he would behave, setting our mind on the things that please him, then we we get into the habit of not doing things to gratify ourselves or not being self-seeking or not, you know, um, having ill intent behind the things that we do. And we allow him to lead us and guide us in making plans because our mindset is connected to him in that way. Um, the second thing that he told me was, um, well, the scriptures that he brought to me were in Philippians chapter four, um, verses four through eight, talks about rejoicing in the Lord always goes into saying, don't worry about anything, pray about everything, giving thanks to God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. And then verse eight goes into telling us how to fix our thoughts on um, things that are good and true and noble and honorable and, and, and to think on these things. So when we talk about like having a new mindset and having a new spiritual shift in our life, it matters that we shift the way that we think like even when you're talking about Romans 12, 1 and 2, transforming our minds, um, being transformed by the renewal of our minds, rather, just getting into the habit of taking our thoughts to God, getting in the habit of thinking on the things that he would have us to think on and, and understanding that he's going to help us to plan based on those thoughts. He's going to, if we, if we truly, truly submit ourselves to him, if we truly, truly seek to please him in all that we do and fix our thoughts on him, then he is going to help us with this mindset, this mindset shift, <laughs> tongue tie. <laughs> and then the final thing was just giving glory to God in all that we do, making sure that our lives um, exemplify, even like I was saying in Matthew, um, Matthew 5, 16, just making sure that everything that we're doing is always just bringing that glory back to God. That's how we have a new year. That's how we have a, a shift in just everything that we're doing. If we truly get grounded in who God is and who we are in him and what he wants us to do. And that's all. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that she gave those talking points. All right, I'm going to take you off here, Nick, and I'm going to bring him on. Okay. Um, I like that she gives some practical kind of instruction of a direction to go in. Um, so if you guys heard that, take it down, meditate on that, take it to God for yourself. Um, yeah, um, I, I wasn't expecting to come on here either, but if we're just talking about... Um, you know, vision and purpose and really um, making sure that we have God as our, as our um, going to the source and making sure that we are, that everything that we're doing is aligning with what he has for us. I will say, I remember when I was looking for schools and um, when I graduated high school, not graduated high school, when I was in high school, um, I was looking around for colleges to go to. And I remember applying to these colleges and I got accepted to these colleges um, and I got scholarships from each one of them. And um, the ones that I, I got scholarships from these and I just kept looking at them and looking and I was like, no, I'm gonna go to this one or I'm gonna go to this one. And I was really set on one, um, but it just still didn't feel right to say yes yet. And so I remember going and um, really praying about it and asking God, you know, where should I go for what I wanna do? Um, and what, you know, where do you want me to be? And um, I remember going on a three-day fast and coming off and just remember hearing the voice of the Lord say, Clayton. And so I went, so I had never heard of Clayton State, never even thought about it. Um, so when I was talking to a friend of mine, she, she was like, hey, um, you know, have you researched Clayton State? And I said, Clayton State, what is that? And she said, it's like 10 minutes from where you stay. So I look it up. It's 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from where I stay. 
and it has everything that I had. I had a little checklist um, for college. And I said, I want this. I don't like to, I said, I do not like to share rooms. That's a negative. They, I, <laughs> and at Clayton State, every, even the freshman dorms, you don't share a room with anyone. It's just very, everything on my list they had. And so this one I went, and then when I visited the school, I said, this is a school for me. And, um, and for me to not even know the school, but to hear the voice of the Lord say, go to Clayton, you know, I know that had to be God. And so even, and even when I got here, um, I would say even last year, really this year, um, right when Corona hit, I remember thinking, I was like, God, what is my purpose? Like, why am I here at Clayton? You know, I know you told me to go here and I know, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be, but for what, you know, um, sometimes I don't feel like this is the place sometimes, you know, um, I have those outs that the enemy tries to bring in my head, but, um, so when I was asking, um, the more that I that I just attend the school and the more that I just live daily life here, um, I start to see more and more of why I'm here. And maybe, um, mm -hmm. you know, I may not know like the big reason, you know, right. the ultimate result, right. but I know that because I'm here, it's helping me to get to where I'm going to be, you know. Um, so I, it's really just about trusting God and really, um, really yearning to his, uh, to his will and not his permissive will, but his, 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 his perfect will, um, right. and really moving in that and, and really, um, allowing him to, to take over. And once you release that and, and start and get out of self and just stop saying, oh, um, I'm going to do this. Or I got this plan or I'm going to, you know. You know, where have you considered, <laughs> have you considered, you know, the source, like you said? Um, so, yeah, that's that's just all I really have to say. And then, um, yeah. You know, I just want to piggyback off of what he said, because, you know, it's so funny to me. You guys, Corey is, uh, he writes screenplays. And for someone who is in college who doesn't have a lot of resources, he has been able to do so many amazing things. How many plays have you put on, Corey? Um, I just put on I just put on one uh, last year. I'm putting on another one in the upcoming year. Uh, and then, so he shot what a web series? Yeah, I shoot a web series. A movie, Short right? Film. And so, you know, it's funny because it's amazing to me how you're able to mobilize people when you don't even really have a budget. And I believe that that's one of the reasons why God put you there. He was putting you in the midst of people that were going to help push your destiny forward. And, and where if he sent you somewhere else, your destiny helpers were not going to be in that place. So he sent you to the place of where your destiny helpers are. So even though maybe it doesn't look like what you thought it would look like or you not you don't even have the full picture of the scope of what god is doing or why he's doing it and oftentimes that's what happens god wants us to step into a position of faith he wants us to go there on faith to trust him because he is a father right and a parent provides for their children we don't have to go wondering whether we're going to have what we need with our parents right parents are supposed to provide and so when we posture ourselves toward god as a father mm -hmm. you see there's we can posture ourselves toward god in so many different ways we can posture ourselves toward god as lord 
and fall into the servantship role. We can posture ourselves toward God as friend. We can posture ourselves toward God as a father. And when God is our father, that's the position. When we trust him to be our father, that's the position where he begins to provide everything that we need because we trust him to play that role for us. And I believe that's exactly why he put you there so that you could begin to um, cultivate your purpose, your kingdom purpose. And because he had people there to help you push that thing forward. And so even though when you went, you had no idea really why you were going, God had already gone ahead of you. He had already gone ahead of you to provide what you needed. He had already gone ahead of you to roll the stone away. And I'm gonna tell y'all, what's so special about these two people that God prompted me to bring on this live? Both of them are pursuing a kingdom purpose. Mm. And God is breathing on what they are doing. Veronique, um, that was just on, she has a podcast. Y'all go follow it. It's called Favor and Fabulous. She does a prayer call every Monday. Go follow it because they're walking in their kingdom purpose. Corey puts on productions. Go follow, what is it? Wanda Hope Studios, Corey? Yes. yeah. So tell them where they can find you. Um, they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, uh, definitely YouTube. That's where all our content is. So you can go and watch everything that we have on there. Um, if you just look up Wanda Hope Studios, it, everything pops up. Our website. Okay. All right. So Wanda Hope Studios is where all of his work is done. God, <laughs> I need to tell y'all that God is only breathing on what God ordained in this new time, in this new season. And everything else is about to dry up. So I, I need you to understand that if you've been looking for a fresh start, or if you've been looking for a, 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 a new year, a change in your circumstance, the only way to get that right now is to do what God wills for your life. That's it, period, point blank, that's yep. it. Uh, and um, to add this last little note that you said, uh, it's funny that you said that how God put people in, you know, he already had these people here for me and all I had to do was go and be obedient. And someone just said, well, the favor of obedience, if you just be obedient to the spirit, that's the thing. You can't hinder the spirit. You can't quench it. You can't, you can't say, I'm going to do my own thing because you'll end up looking sick <laughs> in the long run. You know, and you never know. And sometimes... You may do, God may tell you to do something that you really don't even want to do, uh, right. but because he knows what's best for you and he has your best interest at heart, you know, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to, mm -hmm. it's the only way that you're going to um, prosper. But, um, but when I got to Clayton, I remember uh, meeting, um, you know, I, I had a friend that already went there and I was telling her, I said, yeah, I want to do a, a film, but I've never done a film before never even written a film. So I was uh, learning as I was doing. And she was like, yeah, I got a friend. Um, his name is Ramir. He's a good cameraman. He worked with me on that film. He's been my cameraman for everything that I've ever done. He's been with me since. And he's never left. He's always there. He's always um, staying late, making sure that we have everything that we need. And if he can't make it, he'll even let us use the camera. Like it's not even, it's no thing about it. Um, but God put him there and he's going to be blessed because he's, he, he realized that he's helping, he's helping the <laughs> like, you know, he's helping his people, the people of God. 
And so also um, what I wanted to say was uh, when I was doing this play, I remember uh, guests who showed up at dinner when I was putting it on. Um, I remember that it was a, like the first week of rehearsal. We only rehearsed for about four weeks. So the fourth week of the show, the fourth week was the week of the show. And so I, the first and second week, people were quitting left and right. Like we, we had to replace um, at least two or three of the characters like two or three times. And so, um, but it was crazy how I prayed and I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I think I'm going to just quit because I don't think this is, maybe it's just not meant for me to do this. And so every time, and I mean this, every time somebody quit, God literally put somebody else in that spot the same week or the same day. And they were always mm. better than the last, like literally. Mm. And I, I, the, I remember one person quit and I was like, man, that was good. Like what happened? And then the next person, I'm like, oh, they're even better. And they quit. <laughs> and I said, wow, like what is going And then the next person came was even better than the last two. So it was just like, it, it, it was, it was a very, it was a learning experience for me that, you know, Corey, maybe this is what you're supposed to do because if it, if, if it wasn't, and these things wouldn't be falling into place like this, you know, um, and we did that show with a bunch of, we, we, when we had $20, <laughs> like we did a show with $20, like who does, mm. it's just amazing. And to see the outcome that we had with, we, there were so many, the, the enemy was trying to stop this so bad that we had someone that was actually producing the show was putting money towards it. And then the week of, they said, we can't, we, we, we released our hands from it and it was done with it. And they were supposed to be printing out our flyers, marketing. We had not marketed the show, had nothing out. Literally, we, mm-hmm. that same day, I was like, okay, y'all, we gotta, we gotta stop posting. We posting on social media. That's all we had. And literally we sold out two, two out of the three shows we sold out. And I see, because that's faith. That's that's God showing you that ain't nobody going to get the glory for this but me. I need you to know it ain't nobody but me. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, the funny thing is, as you were talking about the, the, the actors that dropped out, you know, God does that often. Mm-hmm. And God, see, God will put many of us in position to prosper. So this thing that Corey is doing, this thing that God has given him to do is a stream it's a it's a it's a resource that's going to provide prosperity if you tap into it because it's a kingdom stream his purpose is his kingdom purpose is tied to it so anything and anyone that's attached to it because it's kingdom will also be prosperous because of its kingdom identity so what happens is god gives many of us the opportunity to connect to something kingdom so that we can prosper and then people get in position and then they get out of position and then guess what you think that you're gonna stop the show one monkey don't stop no show god just gonna send somebody else to take that position because you weren't obedient to what he told you to do. And it wasn't even about him. It was always about you and what he wanted to provide for you and what he wanted to give you exposure to. And what happens is we walk in disobedience and we go, oh, I don't want to do that. Or I'm not going to do that. Or this too much work. Or I don't know what this is going to yield and this and that and the third. And you get out of position 
for your prosperity. And when I say prosperity, I'm not always talking about money. I'm talking about God breathing on your life and what he wants to do, him breathing on everything that you put your hands to. That's what the true prosperity of God is. And and let me help y'all. God don't need your help. Okay. <laughs> God don't need your help. God gives you things to do. He gives you visions. He gives you instructions and things to follow so that you can benefit. He don't need your help. His kingdom is completely under control. He can snap and everything will fall into place. He gives us things to do and the ability to co-labor with him in what he is doing so that we can benefit from it. It ain't for him. He don't need us. But he loves us enough to allow us to be a part of what he is building and what he is doing in the earth so that we can prosper. Right. And this last, very last note, then I'm going to get off it. <laughs> uh, but just, I remember thinking like, man, maybe I'm not, I'm not good enough to do this. I remember comparing myself to these other writers, you know, who've made, who have their careers, you know. Um, and I'm like, man, they, they write like this and they write like this. And it's so, you know, I wish I could do this. Or I wish I could do that. But then you have to, and I, you know, I kept telling myself, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. But God, but then I, I had to sit down and realize that God chose me for one, for a reason. What right. is, I may not know now, but eventually one day I will see, but he chose me for a reason. And so I have to always keep that in the back of my head that, Whatever you write, whatever you do, make sure that it's to his glory. Make sure that um, that is inspiring. Make sure that um, people are being touched. Make sure, you know, because it's, it's all in, in God's hands. And, and those people that say that they're not good enough, God, you know, he could have gave this to anybody, but he gave it to people. What? Um, it's going to be revealed in the, in the, in the, in the end. I really truly thank God and, and this has been a, just encouragement for me being mm -hmm. hearing these uh these different testimonies and hearing this cause um it, it's just really inspiring really inspiring um you know sometimes I get down about things but I have to really remember that I'm here for a reason I'm not here to play around you know and and I do not play around when it comes to when it comes to Wanda Hope you know I'm very you know stern about certain things um mm -hmm. but that's you know god's put me here so i have to make sure that you know this job is done well because when i when i get to the gate i want him to say well done my good mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i don't <laughs> i don't want to hear it. it's time to go it's time to get cast down like mm -hmm. no nah, that's not <laughs> you know i want to make sure that i leave this earth knowing that i did my did what i was supposed to do and i didn't waste my time here because you know yes god has this purpose but i could you know he allows he allows me to make a choice because i could say mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do nothing with it and then waste my own mm -hmm. life i'm not doing nothing but hurting mm -hmm. you know um but but i just really thank god for for giving me this gift and giving me this ability and and honing in on it yeah yeah and you know it's it's so important that we understand that the things that god is um 
that God gives us are not just for us. They are for us to garner influence in the world so that we can draw in souls back to the kingdom. And so the your purpose, your kingdom purpose is like a garden, just like Eden, just like God gave Adam and Eve the garden. He didn't, he didn't say, here, go out there and toil the ground and plant this garden. He said, I planted a garden. I'm just placing you in it to be steward of it. And so this gift, this, this thing, this purpose that he's giving you is a garden. And so you have to be steward. Just like, I, y'all, I never wanted to be in ministry. I told God that's the very one thing I never, ever, ever wanted to do. And when he said, I'm calling you to ministry. I cry. I cry for weeks. I was like, but I don't want to, God. I don't want to do it. But you know what? My life is not my own. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than just what I want. It's bigger than just what I desire. And I was like, God, I don't want to do it. But when I yielded to it, fruit came from it. When I yielded to it, and and I find that I actually am more fulfilled in doing this than anything else that I've done in my life. Why? Because his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He knows what we need before we even know. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking about purpose, there is a garden for every single one of you. And there is a ministry in every single one of you. Does that mean you have to be in a pulpit preaching? No. Let me tell you something about this young man right here. When he was two or three years old, he would be in the living room in diapers and onesies preaching. Like, and I was like, this boy gonna be something to be a force to be reckoned with for the kingdom. And God placed it in you. You don't have to go out looking for it. You don't have to go searching for it. The Holy Spirit is the teacher of all things. It's already in you. He knew you before he formed you in the womb. That means that when he formed you, he already knew what he was calling you to do. When he formed you, he already put in you what you needed in order to do the thing that he was calling you to do. So you don't have to be worried about why you don't look like everybody else, why you don't sound like everybody else, why what you do don't look like what they do. Why? Because he created a lane just for you. In, in Deuteronomy 28, it says, um, if you obey these commands, I give you this day, you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be the lender and not the borrower. You shall be always at the top and never at the mm. bottom. See, every time you try to compete and compare yourself with what somebody else is yep. doing, that's their lane. You can't be at the top in their lane. Why? Because that lane is crowded. You trying to do what everybody else trying mm -hmm. to do. That's their lane. God has a lane specifically for you. If you travel in that lane, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. You will be the lender and not the borrower. You will be the head and not the tail. But the problem is too many of us are trying to travel in the lane of what everybody else is trying to do. We're trying to follow the formula for success. And the formula is this, obedience. That's it. Okay. Simple. Simple. Um, you have anything to add, Roy? Uh... This, uh, I guess the last thing is, uh, you already kind of said this, um, about um, how people are attached to your uh, prosperity. You know, like I said earlier, you know, you may think that you're not um, 
that you're not worthy to have this or you know mm -hmm. you're you're not able to do this or whatever the case may be but sometimes blessings are other people's blessings are attached to yours so if you don't get right. yours then they can't you know what i'm saying they can't right because you know what i want to do i want to own my own studio one day so if that if that were to happen you know that means jobs will be supplied to people you mm -hmm. know and that's giving work to people that haven't had work in years you know or it's mm -hmm. been you know you never know what people are going through so you i have to really think about all of these other people that are tied to my gift you know it's not just me my gift is bigger than what you know than the words on the page it's bigger than that um so I, I just really keep that in mind and in work. And, you know, right now, like, like you said earlier, we don't, we don't be having budgets. We, we do what we can with what we can. Um, but God really sees that and he uses that because what we're able to accomplish with no budget, with barely help, usually it's just me and Ramir, or sometimes it's just me. But um, what we're able to accomplish with, with very little with what we have, you know, when we get big and when we, when we get these other things and these other tools, you know what I'm saying? We will be able to, <laughs> to edify the, um, the gift that's already, you know what I'm saying? And, and make it more than what it is now. So, um, God is really, is really faithful and I, I really thank him and I love him for all the things that he's done for, for my life, my family's life. And I can't wait to see what what he does in the upcoming year, you know. Um, so I'm going into this year, think, um, praying. I'm going into this year, um, making sure that everything that I'm doing with my company, everything I'm doing with me is just really aligning with what he wants. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love you. Right. Thank you for coming on. All right. Um, Veronique, I'm going to bring you on to give any closing thoughts and then I'll close out, okay? Um, but you guys, so much of what he said is so true because, you know, we, we God's word says, do not despise humble beginnings. It also says, if you're faithful over the little, then I will make you ruler over much. And so God gives us a little territory, a little thing to do, to test us in what we're gonna do with it. Are we gonna be steward over this little, um, little, little four by four box garden that he's given us so that he can give us a garden that's the size of acres? But too many of us are going, uh, I don't want that little, little four by four box. That garden isn't big enough to feed me. What am I gonna do with that? Because you're despising your humble beginnings, but you have to start somewhere. You have to show God that you can steward what he gives you now so that he can release something greater. And then he's going to breathe on it and expand it, enlarge your territory. But he ain't going to bless nothing. He ain't going to increase nothing as long as you like, I don't want to take on that thing. I don't, uh, this isn't big enough. When I started this, I had no idea what God was going to do with it. I, I I just heard the instruction to start a podcast. So I started a podcast and then God just took that over. And then, and then I started doing lives and God took that over. And now I'm, I'm teaching, I'm training, I'm, I'm leading and, and, and doing spiritual consultation with people. I didn't know what, not, I didn't know what none of that was. I was just like, okay, God, this is where we going to start. Okay, cool. And then God just keeps expanding and expanding and, and, and not because I'm perfect, but because 
I have a perfect pursuit of his heart and his will for my life. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have a, a perfect understanding. You don't need to have a, a, a perfect mindset. You don't need to have a perfect heart. You don't, you don't, you could have made plenty of mistakes. You could have sinned. All of that. We all fall short. But the question is, did you get back up? And just like David, the, the reason that they the word says David is a man after God's own heart is because he wasn't perfect. David, David committed some of the most heinous sins. But he had a perfect pursuit of God's heart. He continued to get back up from his sin and say, you know what, God, I messed up. Forgive me. What do you want me to do now? You are not too far gone to get back in alignment. You are not too far gone. Now is the time to answer the call. Wow. I just want to say, um, Ja'Cory did a wonderful job. It was great. Um, just hearing such a, a wonderful testimony of God's faithfulness. And I've said this many times this year, but it's one thing to look at your own life and say, man, like God has covered me. God has kept me. God has been there for me. But when you get to hear what God and done in other people's lives, it's like, man, God, you love them too. Like, well, you love all of us. Like, I love it. You know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just so blessed by and moved by um, the things he shared today and just grateful for this opportunity to come faith you know you are my mentor my spiritual mother all that and i'm just grateful for you and your leadership so thank you for having me on today and i just hope that the people who've heard this today or who will will hear it later if nothing else can move forward and knowing the importance of just obe being obedient to god and just surrendering our thoughts our plans our ways our ideas our visions whatever it is to god and allow him to shape those things for us Absolutely. 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 You're absolutely welcome. And I am amazed at what God is doing in your life and through you. And I'm excited to see what he does next because I know he's breathing on me. Thank you. Um, so, Bernie, so tell them where they can find Favorite and Fabulous. Oh, okay. Um, Favorite and Fabulous, you can find it on Instagram at um, Favorite and Fabulous underscore on Facebook at Favorite and Fabulous, and you can listen to the podcast on Apple as well as um, Spotify and SoundCloud. So, perfect. perfect. Thanks. Okay. Thank you for coming on, Veronique. Thank you. I love you too. Um, so, you guys, I just wanted to go live because I think it's so important and critical that um, there is a shift that's occurring. And you got to decide whether you're going to be a part of that shift or whether you're going to get left behind because you haven't been obedient to what God is calling you to do and the purpose that he has for your life. He's already gone ahead of you to make the way. He's just waiting on you to decide to take the leap and trust him for what he's trying to lead you into. It's time to recalibrate. You want a new year? You got to have a new mindset. You got to have a new po heart posture. You got to have a new level of surrender. You got to have a new level of understanding. You got to have a new level of seek. Um, the Bible says, ask and it shall be answered. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. It's time 
to begin to ask some different questions. It's time to begin to have a different seek. It's time to begin to knock on a different door because too many of us have been knocking on the world's door asking for a door to open and an opportunity to come and for success. And the doors ain't opening because you know why? Because you're not knocking on the right door. See, if you knock on the kingdom door, you're bound to get an answer. A door is bound to open if you respond in accordance to what God is telling you to do. Please do not miss your opportunity for a new year. Do not miss your opportunity to recalibrate. Do not miss your opportunity to shift and get in alignment with what God is doing. Because I hate to break it to y'all, the train going forward, whether you on it or not. The train is, has left the station, whether you on it or not. You got to decide whether you want to be on this train that God is pushing forward or whether you're going to get left behind. Because let me tell you, just like I was talking about Corey and what he's doing and what Veronique is doing and what I'm doing and what all of those, these people who are operating in their kingdom purpose are doing is a stream. It's a place to go and get what you need. It's a place of resources. It's a, it's a tap in to provide what you need. And God is drying up every other stream, every stream that's attached to the world. He's about to dry it all up. So if you are not attached to something kingdom, I hate to break it to you. You're going to be hungry and thirsty. You're going to be hungry and thirsty. It's time to tap in to a well that has endless fruit not what the world says is success, not what the world says is opportunity, not what the world says is prosperity, but it tap into kingdom prosperity, to kingdom purpose, to God's open doors. That's the recalibration. I love you all. If you don't know what direction you're supposed to be going in, and you need help, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Facebook at uh, War in the Spirit. I think it's at War in the Spirit 11. You can email me at War in the Spirit 12 at gmail.com. You can find my podcast, War in the Spirit, on all of the platforms. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher. Um, um, so if you want help, please reach out. Do not just keep walking in the dark going, well, I don't know. That's not an excuse. It's not going to work anymore. It's time to get in position. It's time to take your post to embrace your purpose. See, there's the good thing and then there's the God thing. Too many of us have embraced and settled for the good thing and are shortchanging ourselves because the God thing is so much bigger. The question is, do you want it? And do you want to do what's necessary in order to get it? That's the word. I love you guys. I pray that you have a blessed and prosperous new year, not chronologically, but spiritually, mentally, and for your soul, a fresh start. That's my prayer. I love you. Bye.
Now remember, you are a spiritual warrior. Take back your power. Take back your authority from the enemy to create a supernatural shift in your life. As always, God is trying to tell you something. The question is, are you listening? If you want additional help in building your relationship with God, you can reach out to me via email at warinthespirit12 at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at War in the Spirit 11, on YouTube at War in the Spirit Live, or on Instagram at GotFaith1222. If you feel led to sow, you may do so at Cash App, Dollar Sign, War in the Spirit, or Venmo at War in the Spirit 12. I love you. Have a blessed week, and I'll see you next time.